Did you know that most break-ins happen between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. in the middle of the day? That's right. According to studies, just over 10% of break-ins are planned beforehand. The rest are spur of the moment. Crimes of opportunity. In other words, they are random. Listen, the average loss in a burglary is over $2,000. That can be hard to recover from for the average family. And what's crazy is that only one in five homes have home security. Maybe because most companies really don't make it easy. It's difficult to step up. It's complicated to learn all the features, and it isn't worth the hassle. That's why Simply Safe is my top choice. Simply Safe protects your whole home, every window, room, and door with 24-7 monitoring for just a fraction of the cost. Their police dispatch is up to 3.5 times faster because they use video verification. No contract, no hidden fees, no fine print. It's designed to blend right into your home, no wires, no drilling, easy to order, easy to set up, usually in under an hour. And prices are always fair and honest. You get around-the-clock monitoring for just $15 a month. Visit simplysafe.com slash watchchad. You're going to get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. you got nothing to lose. Go now. Go to simplysafe. That's S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash watchchad so they know that we sent you. That's simplysafe.com slash watchchad. It's party time, Mom. We're back in Studio 22, the Chad Brather Show. We're hanging out. We're just going to chill and talk about some things that are going on in the world today. Got my good buddy sitting in, Graham Allen, hanging out in the hot seat. What Welcome up, what to up, Studio what up? 22. Welcome to Texas. You just got the family moved in. Yeah, yeah, about three weeks now. Big transition. Yep. Yeah, good there, transition, though. I think you guys are acclimating well. At least you seem to, from what I see on social media. Well, Southern people are Southern people. At the end of the day, right? So I mean, you yeah, know, we all fake it. yeah, we're all cousins in some way. So yeah, my family tree's a brush pile. <laughs> anyway, but no, it's been easy, man. It's been real easy. It's uh, it's nice. There's more than one Sonic around mm-hmm. here. Uh, so now that so is small town Mississippi. We're living the high life right, right now, man. Hey, if if the Sonic's out of ice cream in Mississippi, you ain't getting ice cream. Yeah, so you got a Sonic and a Dollar Generals. Yeah, well, no, no, no. We've got a more Dollar Generals per you know block area. Yeah. Than any other state, I'm I'm a I'm positive. I mean, it's amazing the stuff you can get in a Dollar General. You can get anything, anything. It's one of the fastest. I think it's the fastest right now retail store. Like as far as expansion yeah. goes, they're everywhere. Like how do you cram that much crap into one of those little metal buildings? And they pop them up in two days. They're in business. That, that someone told me a redneck. He said that Dollar Imagine General that. is the is the loving first cousin of Walmart. <laughs> You laugh at me for real. Yeah, that's what well, I guess that's better than being the bastard child. It's the loving first cousin of Walmart. You, you, you can Google it. I'm telling you. Wow. It's a true story. I, I know because, you know, over there where our spot is in, in northeast Alabama, there's nothing up there. No. Nothing up there. And so, but we got our, I call it the dollar genitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Buy your underwear and there it becomes a dollar genital. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> I love a dollar general now. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. I try to avoid it. I, I, now, I, this is the honest to God's truth. You mentioned Walmart won't go. Now, if I'm on the road somewhere and absolutely need something, but home at home, I don't go to Walmart. Well, now that we're in the entitled, you know, one percenter I'm world 1%er. of Texas, uh, Alyssa has, my wife, for people not that don't know, uh, has spent more money 
in Target in the past three That's weeks. Right. See, that I'm a Target man. Up. I went. Bougie shop. I'm went tar- you know an, I'm Target. I went for an agenda to prove to her that you could go in the Target without spending four hundred dollars. It is possible. No. And so I went in and I only spent eighty seven, and I held it up to her. I said, "You see there? Mm-mm. See there? It just takes some discipline." Uh, What's your take on it, Bougie? Mm-mm. I like Target. I don't <laughs> go to Walmart. You're the only black guy I know with white people. Mm, give me my Target. I tell my, I tell it to Quinn. I'm like, baby, we're going to Target. You go to Walmart? No, we're not doing Walmart. We don't do Walmart. We do Target. That's right. I get my kombucha from we Target. We got a job. We're ready. Let's go to Target. I get paid. <laughs> we go in Target. Have you, drink, have you ever drank kombucha? No. This dude's addicted. Bougie is addicted to kombucha. That's got to be the nastiest. I don't even know what it is. It's fermented. Something. See, anytime they start off with it's fermented, it, that it's means disgusting. it's bad. Fermented means it's alcoholic. It's an acquired it's taste. It's not alcoholic, it's good, but it's got seeds in it. Who wants to drink It has stuff? bacteria no. in it. It's good. That's like bacteria? pulpy orange juice. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't trust people. I know. When you take a big drink of orange juice no. and you wind up chewing, that means it's bad. Weird. That means it's gone bad. That's like my milk. <laughs> oh. I love pulp. I get lots of pulp. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No. What? You can't trust a man in a tunic or... <laughs> <laughs> that drink, <laughs> that drinks pulpy orange. Never juice. trust a man in a tunic. <laughs> My family's from the Caribbean. We we, we made out fresh bro? orange juice. <laughs> We're from the Caribbean. We made fresh orange juice, and fresh orange juice has pulp in it. I'm sorry yeah. that I well, like it if natural. I visu- I if I China visual- was in Asia, no. If I see someone make it in front of me. And it's got pulp in it. I'm like, okay, you know, I, I get that. I make the middle yeah. connection. Uh, obviously, it's fresh. But if it comes in a carton. And it's pulpy. How do I know? How it's do I know simply that's... orange. I only get organic orange juice. Okay. Again, Target yeah. people. The best way to poison somebody, slap organic on the front of it. <laughs> uh, you know what? And, and, a, and a good friend of mine in Charleston, South Carolina, we were out on his boat because I'm a one percenter. Mm-hmm. We were out on his boat, and mm-hmm. uh, he's retired over there off Folly Beach, Folly Island. And we were going back to the channels, and, and he made his money in the organic produce business. Mm. And he said, it's the biggest, biggest Con that's oh, ever been put on people in the is. history of the planet. Let me tell Slap you, organic on the front of it. Not only is it a big old con, you want to talk about the snobbiest people you've ever seen in your life. I, for the first time ever, stepped into a Whole Foods. Let's say about Whole Foods. <laughs> All right. Hey, and immediately... I got stared at. Like they're like, you do not belong. Those in here. people look one granola bite away from death. <laughs> like, like if being healthy makes you look that sick, I'm out. I don't want to be healthy. Where's McDonald's? I want to know. Exactly. I'm telling you. No, but anyway, no. The most judgmental, just mean people I ever said. It's like, true. Like, excuse me, ma'am. Where's the salad bar? And she looked at me like you would. I bet you do want a salad bar. It's like that's what I just. That's what I just asked you. I asked where the salad bar is. And no, man, they mm-hmm. they were not uh, welcoming in Whole Foods. You go to Whole Foods, don't you, bougie? No, they don't welcome. I'm 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 still black. <laughs> No matter how much you have no power, no matter how hard I try, I still get judged in Whole Foods. Equally discriminatory with my kombucha, I still get judged. Excuse me, nobody in there. I'm sipping my kombucha and you judge me in Whole Foods. Watch out! (laughs) You let your white wife go in first. (laughs) Oh, I do. (laughs) I send her in first. Send your little black baby in. Come here. She's so cute. That's right, because her daddy. That's right. That's right. right. You want to know where she got that curly hair? Nah, mama. Mm -mm. (laughs) Anyway. This is a good studio, though. I like it's it. It's fun. We just got air conditioning in here a couple of weeks ago. I was nice. going to say it's not hot in here, no, which is a, a good thing because I Beck sweat. We on the show, and Beck gets off the deal. He goes, we got to get you out of here. Two days later, we had air conditioning. <laughs>
Mark was sending me pictures of the thermostat at 58, and I was like, where the hell is that? It was in Studio 22. Oh, that's awesome. That's right. I'm God answers prayer. Man. So did you, is it really 22, or did you just name I it I named that? it 22. You named it 22? I named it Studio 22, okay. and we're going to call it Studio 22 when we move over there in your room, too. But you it's don't stu- have But to. it's Studio 3. There's a big 3 studio on the door. Studio 3, but we're still going to call that's my a- side of the room Studio 22. 3.22. You no, know, no, it's just going to be. Now, three now point- it's, it, they're giving directions, and they're going to say, y'all can go to room 3. We know where to go, but we're still going to call it Studio 22. Okay. Just because right. we can. All right. Because I, we can. I, I, I got it. I exactly. Just, there's a big three on the door. I know. <laughs> you know. Well, see, people don't realize that when, when – so you've now built out your Rant Nation mm-hmm. and About your 95%. You're close, and it looks great. Yeah. The so, Rant Nation side is done. Yeah. Dear America is like 90%. It looks 90% good. there. It's a great – Tim DiDonato – who mm-hmm. who does all that? He does a great job of building yep. these sets. We had some we had some back and forths a couple yeah. a couple times of uh, what what needs to go where. You're and a how picky dude. I am a picky guy. I am a diva, as people a diva. would, would uh, claim it to be. Yeah, but uh, I know what I want. Like I see it in my face or in my head. Yeah, and see, then, I'm uh, not that way. See it in my face. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> my face I has seen eyeballs. It, I seen it in my face. No, I, I see it in my head, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> I see it in my head, and then, hey, hey, bougie, you want to ask him something? You you want to ask me something? You want to ask him a question? Ask him a question. <laughs> anyway, th- through my my redneck, uh, you know, language, sometimes it doesn't always come out mm-hmm. the way that I want it to appear in real life. So it's amazing that you and I get to use our. Our communication skills to yeah. make a living. Yeah, I, that's what I try to <laughs> yeah. tell everybody. You know, so somebody said, "Why do you think?" I'm sorry to everybody that watches the show. Why do you They're think? Used to it. Why do you think that you're so popular? And I said, well, and just I just blurted it out before it processed. And I said, well, I think it's because I just really dumbed down everything. <laughs> and then I realized, oh crap, everybody's gonna think I just called them dumb. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm the dumb one, and I just dumb it down so I understand it. Yeah. And then I spit it out there, and, and I do. I think I think it's through my redneck terminology and everything that I use that people just uh, they're like, it's oh, real. I know some of those words. It's authentic. It's real. And and I, you know, but but what I was going to say is, so you're on one side of the room, yes, and yeah. my portion is going to be on the other side of the room, and mm-hmm. then it's going to be a battle of who's going to be in the room at the same time. And yeah, I, I told them. I said I love how smart everyone in the blaze is. Because you put the two guys that travel the most yeah. in the same studio and said, work a schedule out yeah. <laughs> so you don't film on top of yeah. each other. And I it's, was like, whoever came up with that is just, man, you're really impossible. thinking outside the box. We'll figure it out, though. No, oh, yeah. We'll figure it Either that or we'll kill each other, one of the two. Laid back. You win. No. I'm not going to fight. You win. You got your big old orangutan arms. You don't even have to. I'm just sitting here. You don't have to bend over to scratch your ankles, dude. You just, you're like grape ape. I think it's just, I just got short legs. I have little legs. I got short legs. Yeah. And so it just makes it, it makes it easy. It's you know per, what grape ape perception. is, Candace? You, you, you're familiar grape with the grape ape? I'm so scared to ask what that is. It's a cartoon. Check oh, it out, no. grape ape. Grape it's ape. a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Hanna-Barbera. 70s. Yeah. I'm a millennial, remember? Glenn Beck probably has a grape ape around here somewhere. Somewhere. He's, He's got, got the, original, the, yeah, yeah. the original, the original films. films. Yeah, that yeah. or the suit for when kids went to go. And he <laughs> it's was on like the Amistad ship that's back over there. He's got Ronald Mc- the first Ronald McDonald's mummified upstairs in, in the uh, one of the offices. Lord. Glenn Beck's got everything. What is it? Uh, I, I, what would impress me is the Hamburglar. 
if he had the Hamburglar. Because you don't hear about the Hamburglar. Why? You got a thing for little midgets that eat burgers? No, I was just saying that Ronald McDonald, everybody knows Ronald McDonald, but yeah. the Hamburglar was, he was one of the OGs. Yeah. And so, <laughs> what? What? He was. You want to so, ask him a question, yeah, Sean? But you don't, you don't hear about the Hamburglar very often, so I feel like he, he don't get no respect, Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield. No. I'm glad you're in Texas. I'm telling you, glad you, you made put it. me and you for useless movie trivia. We would. Uh, no, you're good at it because you. you I'm, I, yeah, you're. A, I pride myself. I didn't have a childhood, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> you, I was an only child. A, you were born a gorilla. I was la, 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 the la. only child, and I didn't have any friends. And so I watched movies. That's, I don't know why uh, I that's what I did when I was a kid. TV educated me. That's a true story. True story. I'd come home in the afternoon. That's back when you could watch television. And it was actually educational. Mm-hmm. I'd come home. I was a latchkey kid. Yep. You know, so many, so many of the boomers, you know, they had these Gen Xers. And that's what we, because we were talking about, Scott, we were talking about the generational things. We were talking about, you know, these boomers created these latchkey kids, which are Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. And, and since they couldn't give them time, because both parents worked outside of the house, what they gave them was things. And they, right. gave, you know, they, they kind of, and then we got out of college thinking that we were supposed to have everything immediately that our boomer parents worked 30 years to get. Mm-hmm. And we were disenfranchised and disenchanted because we didn't get it. Mm. And so then what we did was because we didn't spend a lot of time with our parents, we started having these millennial kids mm. and we were like, oh, we can never say no to them. Mm. We're going to give them all the time, all the things. Amazon.com is going to send all of the shipments. And now these these millennial kids are having, oh, sweet God, these things they're ordering online and showing up. But the point being, you came home and you entertained yourself and mm-hmm. you turned it on to the, the you had channel three and channel six yep. and channel 12. There and wasn't if you, no remote. If you put it somewhere in the squiggly lines between the UHF and the VHF. You could see Penthouse. After I had Skinamax. Or Cinemax. Skinamax, baby. <laughs> and you just prayed to God your mother didn't come in while you were watching George Carlin. You know, everybody knows X-Files. Uh, David Duchovny from that. I know him from uh, Red Shoe Diaries. Uh, <laughs> come, at me. come talk to me about that, baby. We know. I love Duchovny, man. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, twelve year old Sean. Yeah, <laughs> not him, but the show that. But he that's was the on. deal. You could come home and you could watch television, and, and you you learn things. Like I remember watching. I was there, man. When I watched, it was a snow day in January when I was in fifth grade when the Challenger blew up. I watched it. Like, oh yeah, happen. I was home alone. Of course I was. Yeah, of course. Party you were. time, mom. Explain that. <laughs> it's true. I uh to to show mm-hmm. to show the. Minuscule age difference between the two of us. I was in school when uh, I was in school when nine eleven happened. So you know, very, very similar. Yeah, I, mean, I had I, two children. Yeah, you, <laughs> I but, had two children. Yeah, I, I was trying in, to process them through. I was, I was in through. high school at, the, at that point, and so uh, no. But yeah. Anyway, back to the original sad point of that whole. Uh, road we just went down. Uh, I didn't have any friends, and I was uh, <laughs> I was a, a terribly alone child. So I watched movies all the time. I try I tried to take your pain and turn it into an educational. No, no, moment, but it's true. It was... Out of that sadness, mm-hmm. led to the fact that I have this abundance of worthless knowledge yeah. that turns into funny yet educational videos. And now here we sit. Yeah. So you know, glass half full it's... kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm just being for real. You know, people today, no, they, I, I totally they whine, they complain. My daddy didn't love me enough. My my mama didn't hug me enough. Who cares? Yeah, Shut I, up. That's just, me too. I grew up down in the woods, man. Be quiet and I grew get up a, a job. Poor white kid. I was, I was down in the woods with the horses and the dogs and the trees and mm. a hyperactive kid finding snakes and lizards. And you were hyperactive? No. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. No. I'm a city kid, man. I grew up in the woods, but I'm a, I want to be. A, <laughs> grew up in the woods, but I gotta I'm a city be, kid. I got to be ten mi- at least 10 minutes from the Walmart I'll never visit <laughs> these days. That's the way I'd I, uh, I've never lived this close to a mall in my entire You're life. You're real close to it. I'm super close. We're like 1.1 miles away from a mall. That's big dangerous. mall. Your kids are going to get corrupted. Like, not, not like a strip mall, like a, like a mall. Yeah. Got a Nordstrom. <clears throat> Two weeks never ago, I wrote that a was new a song. store until we got here. <laughs> I mean, for real, I never heard of such a what? What is that? A Nordstrom? Yeah. So <laughs> you got you got movie theaters that seats recline. What? Yeah, and then you, you put your legs me? up and the whole you thing. You can drink. They bring you Alcohol. food, like not popcorn, like real food. Man, hey, Mississippi, look, let me tell you. Our big. They still have a colored section our up big, in the balcony. No, <laughs> no, no, we ain't there. But, but Mississippi, our big time movie theater. Uh, only had eight screens, and it was built in the old Lowe's building. So it was the old Lowe's building that's now yeah. a movie theater. Before that, we had three separate theaters that only had two screens Holy in each cow. of them. It wasn't stadium seating. It was the flat seating where you know the basketball players always sat in front of you when you get ready to watch, and you had to look at the newspaper <laughs> to find out which theater had which oh, movies because yeah. you want to talk about – Punching children because you're upset. Go to the wrong movie theater and miss your time slot. You know, kind yeah. of thing. That's what you were I'm probably from. around when they brought the talkies to Mississippi. Oh. And, and yeah, <laughs> it oh, went yeah. from Charlie Chaplin and yeah, uh, Buster. You know, Mississippi's Buster so Keaton. behind. The last episode of Friends airs next week. <laughs> <laughs> and Mississippi, I'm telling you, man, you, you, you cross into Mississippi, you lose about 15, 20 years. Yeah, and then, yeah. that's like I say when I go to Oklahoma. I say that with love, Mississippi. I go I across the Red love. River into Oklahoma, and the collective, uh, the collective IQ of Oklahoma goes up, and Texas goes down. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And, and so, anyway, I love Mississippi. Uh, you know, born and raised there. Uh, small town, literally nothing there. Absolutely dust bowl kind of area. Nothing. When I was 15, we had a gas station open and like the mayor showed up of Caledonia because it was such a big deal that, you know, a gas station was actually there. So one of my college roommates, his name was Rodney. He was from Tombsuba, Mississippi, right? I'd never heard of Tombsuba. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's over there. It's like... uh, Vicksburg area, yeah. you know, go north, up like you're going towards the Golden yeah, towards Moon. Delta kind of area. There yeah. You go. And, and it, it, I learned a lot about Mississippi living with you him. You can learn a lot about Mississippi. What county go- is that? Did you, was that? Oh, I have no idea what county that is in the Delta. Anyway, you can learn. You mean what county yeah. was he in? Oh, Lowndes County, Mississippi. Okay. He's Lowndes County. Yeah, Lowndes, Lowndes County. It's northeast Mississippi. Hey, that's uh, where they shot Mississippi Burn. I know some Wayne County guys. <laughs> we call them 601s. Yeah, yeah. So I was in the 662 region. Okay. So 662 is in the top part, 601's in the middle, and then the 228 random numbers down there on the coastline. I don't even know what y'all are talking about at this point. Now that's the area codes for, code for phone, phone numbers. numbers. Gotcha. They still use a book. We're we're no, repeating each other at this point. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Mississippi's where I'm from. People are like, "Geez, how long are we going to talk about Mississippi?" But no, it's a uh, it's a great. But place here's, here's a life lesson. Look at the greatness that can emerge, the influence that can emerge yeah. from the bowels. Oprah's from Mississippi, Elvis, <clears throat> and now me. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, America. So, so there's, there's three people right there that you only need their first name to know who they're talking about. Yeah. Elvis, Oprah, and Graham. I, you know, I, uh, that's probably true. I, I Googled I you the other day. I don't even remember what. No, I know what it was. I was trying to find you on Parlor. Mm. Yep, just got on Parlor. I was on Parlor, and uh, I, I just got on it, too. 
proud to say that I, uh, at least for this, and let me enjoy it for this brief moment. For this brief, brief I moment, what I have more followers than you. <laughs> I have just a few more followers than you. Yeah. That's going to change very, very soon. I hadn't figured that's it. That's the way it goes. I hadn't, I hadn't really, really started focusing on it yet. It's kind of one of those... I'll get the account. I'll get it verified, and I'll you know I'll just kind of wait and see yeah. kind of what happens. So so we'll see. We'll, so we'll we're see. getting censorship on social media, and that's yes. what we're talking about. So with Facebook, uh, with Twitter, of course, with they've Instagram. hit me hard the past two weeks. They've yeah, hit you me got real nailed. Hard. And I want to talk about that. So what we did is we went. I went over to All Social. <clears throat> so that's an app that that uh, they're kind of going through some growing pains, but I like them. All Social, all together, one word. And then there's Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R. Mm-hmm. And so I got on there and got verified and did the whole thing. And so I'm, I'm at least posting every day. Mm-hmm. And Parler is great. All socialists, too. Um, y- you can go on there because it's free speech that's under attack. Mm-hmm. At least that's what we believe. I think it is. Oh, it, it definitely is. I mean, I yeah. the, the Revelry website just said, if you have any Donald Trump support speech, anything that you do, we're, we're kicking you off the platform. They mm-hmm. came right out in a, in a public statement and yeah. said that. Revelry.com, and they said, if if you say anything in support of Donald Trump, we're kicking you off. Now, this is the day and age in which we're living, in which if you support the president of the United States, we're kicking you off of a speech platform. Yeah. That's ludicrous. No, yeah. Well, that's one of the things that hit us so hard. And one of the things that we had such an issue understanding is the things that they were deleting of mine. Like, not, I, you know, I got no appeal, no nothing. Videos just gone, just just deleted. I mean, they notified me that they deleted them. Um, but one of the videos, the first one was on Facebook, and it was a video about Donald Trump. And it was a video <clears throat> in response to that pastor that came under attack because it was the Virginia church that Donald Trump showed yeah, the up clean at. clean Bible church in yeah, Virginia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And pastor prayed for Donald Trump. And then the next day on a Monday, the pastor puts out a basically I'm sorry note saying that there was a lot of members of the church that were just severely upset and hurt that he would pray for the president and all this other kind of stuff. So it was a video less about being upset with the pastor. I mean, I I don't think he should have apologized for it by any way, Um, but I was more upset about these. Christians that have a problem with you praying for someone. Mm -hmm. And so the whole point of the video was as Christians or as supposed Christians, shouldn't you want to pray for everybody? And if you really think that Donald Trump is this horrible person and you believe that he's this racist and this bigot and this warmonger and all these other lies that aren't true, but, but you believe that. Isn't that somebody that should be prayed for? You should pray for. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so anyway, that was the point of the video. And I titled it Christians, Real Christians Should Pray for Everyone. Well, I got a notification from Facebook that they deleted the video because I violated their community guidelines on, are you ready for it? Hate speech. So me saying that Christians should want to pray for people, Facebook deemed that as hate speech. And then a couple days later, um, I got a video deleted on Instagram that was about being anti-abortion. You know, I've been very, very, very vocal about that. You as well. Uh, you know, I even went up to Pix, Pix, uh, Pitts, not Pittsburgh. Where did I go? Philadelphia. 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 Um, What's that pinhead's name? 
the uh, Brian Sims. Brian Sims. Yeah. So I even went up there in, in response to you know being pro life, et cetera. So I've been very open about that. Um, and then I got a um, notification from Instagram mm. that they deleted one of my videos about abortion, and not because uh, it had like you know body parts of babies on it, you know, or or, or things like that violated their community standards for hate speech yeah again so that's what they title it as every single time is that i've violated this hate speech and so that's what we're falling into now we're falling into this and i told somebody uh a couple weeks ago about a year ago i went on fox news and i was on there to talk about the attack on the second amendment and i made a point and i said one of the biggest arguments people use is they always say, well, you know, surely they, the founding fathers wouldn't have known the advances in weaponry that we could have, et cetera, et cetera. And so I said in the interview, just in passing, I said, if we're going to go down that road, how long until the First Amendment comes under attack? Oh, Graham, well, surely the founding fathers wouldn't have known about the Internet or social media, vlogs, blogs, you know, newspapers, magazines, et cetera, et cetera. How long until they go, eh, yeah, we might need to change that up a little bit because now all you have to do to silence someone's freedom of speech is deem it as hate speech if you don't like it or if you don't agree with it. You just have to say that it's hate speech. And if you say that it's hate speech, then it's gone and there's nothing you can do about it. So that's what we've been dealing with. And I will say that I, I even posted something on my stories today. A follower sent me where they're shadow banning me now. So they literally sent me like like the screen record that you can do. And they went to Instagram and they typed in G, typed in R, typed in A, typed in H, A, M, nothing. Lindsey Graham popped up. Uh, another Graham verified person popped up. I didn't. A-L-L-E-N still didn't pop up. They had to hit the one in there. Once they typed out the entire thing, then it popped up, which mm-hmm. has never happened to me before. So I started the other day on Parlor. I was I did G-R-A-H-A and it went RuPaul. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> it didn't happen, but I know you're gay. Oh, I, I thought you're you were gay. being serious. I, I was like, that's hilarious. Uh, anyway, the point is, this is what we're dealing with, uh, and it's true. For the first time ever in six months, we posted negative new follower numbers on Instagram last week. Yeah. First time that's happened in six months. You know, we've had discussion. I average about 2,000 uh, a week new followers on Instagram. Right. We posted negative numbers, all on the heels of that Miley Cyrus video that I did. Um, and that's when these videos started getting deleted. That's when the whole Steven Crowder uh, Vox ad apocalypse thing happened. And that's when these platforms said that we're going to start cracking down on hate speech. Yeah. But they don't clearly define hate speech either. It just seems that if you're pro-America, pro-Trump, pro-not-murdering babies, and pro-Christian, then you fall in that hate speech category. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're finding ourselves right now. Um, and, you know, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll Here's the concerning thing. So, so we've always said, okay, you know, you can have my gun when you pry it from my cold, dead fingers. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, you know, you're going to— Get away from the Second Amendment. Well, you, you're going to have to come get our gun. We own 350 million guns in America. If right. there was a gun problem, you'd know it. We have all these cliches, right? And so we know that when somebody like an Eric Swalwell comes along and says, well, you know, how are you going to fight the government with your Second Amendment when we can just nuke you? And and these and so these kind of that rhetoric that's out there. Right. And the gun buyback stuff. Well, you're not going to get our guns. It's just no. not. Nah, it's just not gonna Never going to happen. Not going to happen. 
We'll die first. It's just not going to happen. Right. So, the, the, but you, but you see what they're doing with what they can control, and that is freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. So they can they can arbitrarily deem something as hate speech and say, okay, well, we're just going to take back that right. We're just going to take back your ability to use your speech. Well, you watch and see. Eventually, the further and further they're going to go along with this, they're going to use the same type of tactics. Where now they can say, well, okay, well. Like there was this lady who was afraid she her husband had all these guns. She's in Florida. And this just happened this past week. She's in Florida. She's got all these guns and she's afraid for her life because her husband is the way he is. She takes his guns and turns them into the police. They arrest her. <laughs> of they course. arrest her. Of course. So here's the thing. So this is what happens is you start saying, oh, gun owners. Well, you're committing this crime. What crime? Well. It's a crime we just came up with. Yeah. It's arbitrary. Mm-hmm. The same way we can deem your speech as hate speech arbitrarily, we're going to deem your gun ownership as as illegal arbitrarily. Yeah. And so let's say we get you pulled over for a speeding ticket. You know, you run a stop sign or something like that, and they run your deal and they say, oh, gun owner, step out of the car. Yeah, step out of the car. Because, again, you start changing the language, you start changing the laws. Yeah. Once you ch- change the laws, you change the liberty. And that's the whole thing that we're going down, well, the slippery slope. It's, it's amazing to me. And first, since you brought him up, uh, Eric Swalwell. Let's talk about is it. Is he not a poor man's Chris Pine? I want to hit him in the face. I, does he not look like a even, drunk I like I Chris told him, Pine? I was like, yeah. I did, I, I, that's, <laughs> I'm serious. He is the worst candidate for president I've ever seen in my life. Horrible. At this point, he's got 0%. Yeah. Uh, at this point, maybe negative zero percent. At this point, I could run as a Democratic yeah. hopeful and yeah. pull more votes. At this a- point, Eric Swalwell's parents will not vote for him. <laughs> it's that bad. This guy, I've always said, he's like some dude. He's like your cousin that you haven't seen in five years, but as soon as you come to the family reunion, he's immediately pulling you into the corner saying, man, i got a perfect business opportunity for you. Yeah. Just let me yeah. share it. Just, it's perfect for you. He's the cousin that you're not sure that he's a cousin unless you see paperwork on it. Yeah, him. he's a douchebag. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, back back off that. Yeah, he sucks. Anyway, the point is. <laughs> I want to ask him a question. We want to ask, ask him a question. Ask, I, I saw say that, it. Come I on, you're from Mississippi. not take your offer to come on the podcast. No, but, he won't come on the podcast. He won't even answer my questions anymore. Yeah. Oh, he attacks me. Yeah, but he won't even let. Come on, Swalwell. Exactly, exactly. Coming so, for you, Swalwell. But but going back to what you were saying is is they're creating what they want, right? And yeah. so, uh, and I want to get y'all's opinion on this because this turned into a very controversial topic, which I understand the point, and I was and I tweeted something originally, and I deleted it very quickly because I thought about it. Uh, <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah, yeah. I thought about I hate it when that happens. But 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 I say that and say I, I'll say where I'm at on it. And then I'd love to to get y'all's opinion. So uh, the same people that deem your speech as hate hate speech simply because, I don't know, you you misidentified somebody because they've created 9,743 different, you know, pronouns that you could be called now. Well, that's hate speech. Those same people are the ones that say that they should be allowed to burn the American flag. So they can do whatever they want, Mm -hmm. right? So at the same point, if you're going to go down that road— you can't say racist things either. Why? Is it really illegal to say racist things? No, not really. Is it morally right? Absolutely not. So people don't accept that. So, and, and that was the argument that I put to this whole flag burning stuff, right? Yeah. And so President Trump came out and said that he wants to basically make it illegal to burn a flag. 
Um, there's a lot of things that are illegal that you can't do. Technically, it's illegal to remove the tag off a mattress. Technically, you know, there's no jail time involved in it. You could all this stuff. You know, there's ridiculous things. Um, and I initially was like, hey, I'm all for it, man. I think people that burn the flag should, you know, be kicked out of the country yeah, anyway. Personal, personal conviction. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. And then I immediately deleted it because I was like, ugh. You know, yeah, that's my personal convictions about it. But what really makes that action illegal? Well, and then I presented the argument of a racist statement at the same time. What really makes that a racist statement is because it's because over time, over generations, we have deemed that to associate with certain things. So therefore, that's a racist thing. You should not say that. You can't go to jail for saying racist right. things. You can go to jail for doing racist things. You can't go to jail for saying racist things. Right. Is it morally right? Absolutely not. Should it be illegal? I don't know. So that's where I'm at. For me, burning the flag to me is an o- ultimate sign of disrespect. I think that it's something you should not be able to do. Yeah. I mean, you live in America. I think that if you own a home in America, or or even better, if you rent a property in America. You don't own it, but you're blessed enough to live in America and rent it. I think you should have to fly the American flag at your house. That's I just, think you, everybody should have it tattooed on their ass. I'm I'm like saying, you shouldn't be like you should have to go through pain. You should be permanently scarred. I'm saying, man, you know, and, and then people get mad at me all the time. They're like, "You wore the uniform. You wore the uniform so people could burn that flag." No, I wore I wore the uniform for freedom and to protect what that flag represents. I think it's a blatant slap in the face and disrespect to burn the american flag because you're so oppressed here in america right it's not out there today but normally there's this big mat right in front of the glass doors when you come in this building and it's got a couple of american flags and you know and the eagles are on it and stuff like that and like i'll step around that mat i don't even want to step on that mat it just makes me feel weird i don't want to step on the american flag like that even though it's just a depiction of it because it's just my conviction i uh, i try to honor it and i know what it represents to me i know what it represents should it be illegal? I, you know, personally, if you ask me to come down on it right now, I don't think it should be illegal if you burn an American flag. Right. You're a douchebag and you're an ass if you burn an American flag, and you probably need your butt kicked. But I, yeah, you you know, I, I stand to. I mean, I, but it should it be illegal? No. Like I did that video years ago that went crazy viral where I messed up, I made the mistake, and I had to repent. Because I was just in the heat of the moment. I was actually going into the gym, and I just popped the phone up, and I said, you know, you, ever, you guys want to burn these flags and desecrate these flags in a safe space. Go find a platoon of Marines that are coming back from deployment after nine months and walk up in the middle of them in the airport and snatch that Velcro flag off their shoulder and stomp on it. And then I was like, l- later I watched it back, and I was like, Marines don't wear Velcro flags! That's, uh, yeah, so 14 million views <laughs> later, and all the hell from every devil dog I could catch. <laughs> Trust me. I, I <laughs> It was yeah. imp- but I was just I had been with a bunch of Marines that whole weekend, so it was in my mind. So anyway, but that's still a valid point. Yeah, like dude, you don't do it in your safe space. Do it out there with a bunch of guys who have who have who have bled and died. The biggest thing that I would say is if you find yourself in a situation of why you're having to defend the fact of why someone or right. why you should be able to be allowed to burn the flag, then you're not living like a true American in the first place, right. in my opinion. Right. You know, because the only reason that you would do something like that is because you're an entitled, self-loving, spoiled, hypocritical little brat Millennial. that has no freaking clue how good you have it. You are a direct result of what it's like to not be a oppressed and to live in the greatest country in the world or you would never 
do such a blatantly disrespectful act in the first place. Go to any World War II vet. Go to any Holocaust survivor. Go to anybody who came over to the country legally and watch how high they let that flag fly with pride yeah. because they love being here. They cherish being here. And in my opinion, you're not what America is supposed to represent. If you find yourself in a situation to where you have to justify an action of burning the American flag, it's just my opinion. I'll get off my little no, tangent. Look, hey, on my look, rant I had here. the conversation just, this morning. And then we get the peanut gallery over here, but I, I had a conversation this morning talking about it. Cause I spent the better part of 20 years of my life, my twenties and thirties in and out of third world countries. I know what it's like to come home. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like. I know what, and, and so many people these days, this generation of people, they don't know what it's like in these places. Yeah. And so it's a it's a major thing. And you go back to the racist point. Like I keep hearing all of these these Democratic candidates who say, well, when it comes to things like reparations, we need to have we need to have an honest conversation. Right. You can't have an honest conversation unless you're willing to be called a racist. Yeah. Well, well, the thing the left does now is they take it. Any real American, any real sane person is anti-racism. You know, no real American is pro-racism. But what Americans are saying today, at least with a level head on their shoulders, is they're like, hey, we agree. Racism, uh, slavery, segregation, all that will be a stain on American history for the rest of our existence, however long that may be. And if you show us somebody who really was a slave or show us a business or corporation that owned them, then we will gladly handle that situation. But there's not. There's not. And so you're wanting people who literally had nothing to do with it because of really their skin color. You want them to pay reparations to people. Isn't that in itself judging people by the color of their skin? You see what I'm saying? Like like, like to me, it doesn't make any sense. And now Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas and all her great wisdom is now going after gay reparations reparations. because gay reparations are a big thing. And this is what I'll talk about gay reparations for a second. Okay, I am not gay. All right. I don't. I don't understand sure you're not. the oppression that Army. gay people have gone over. <laughs> Vaseline will now be tax-free. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Dice, dice clay say, give right. them 10% let off me, of KY jelly and put them back you, in the closet. Let me tell you this really <laughs> random story, Chad. You're going to like this. You're going to like this. So, so go on with the kiss whole. kiss The Amazing Race, newest season, kills Elizabeth Warren's gay reparations in a single episode. Yeah. Okay? Go with me here. Travel with me down this road. All right. You guys can look this up on the newest so season of say Amazing Race. This hole. About to say, whoa. What? <laughs> I he's going to travel down this hole with me. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> this rabbit hole. What hole are we going this down? Rabbit rabbit non-gay. Anyway. Non-gay Graham. All right. You guys can look this up. <laughs> Amazing Race, the current season, they go to Uganda. All right. So you guys can find it. It's the one where they're traveling to Uganda. Mm-hmm. And they've got a gay couple, two guys in there that's competing in the race. And they're getting ready to go to Uganda. And I, I can't believe, I think it comes on ABC or CBS or something like that. Is it CBS? Yes. CBS. Okay, CBS. I can't believe CBS let this get out. I, I think when it finally aired, they're like, holy crap, cut the feed, cut the feed. Anyway, there's this really emotional part for about 45 seconds where this gay couple realizes that they're going to Uganda. And they break down. They start crying and holding each other and stuff. And they, These are men? Yeah. Yeah, they're two guys. Okay. They're t- 
It is a it's a homosexual couple. I got men. it. I just didn't know if it was men or women. Okay, know. it's dudes. Anyway, they start crying and then they pan on them and then they do like a like a little voiceover and they basically have this moment where they realize, holy crap, we're going to Uganda, where if you're gay, you like get your head cut off. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then they're like, they even say, "Well, you want words, something to cry about?" <laughs> listen, listen, hold on. They even say this. They say we are so blessed to live in a country where we can love who we want to love. We can go to Pier One. I'm, I, we can decorate. But what Oak I'm Cliff. saying is, they literally say that on a CBS program where they basically realize here in America, you have it better. Then a lot of freaking places, man, for whatever sexual preference you want to practice, whatever religion you want to practice. No, no question. It's about the it. greatest country in a war in the world. And you want to talk about gay reparations for what? Yeah. Get, get, freaking Uganda people are getting their heads cut off for being gay. You want to talk about gay reparations? Why? You have TV well, shows. Uganda, I don't know what are you talking about? Uganda? Yeah, it was Uganda. I've been to Uganda. Taken, I mean, wherever there's Muslims, yeah, they will not, cut your head off. You're not gay, so they're yeah. not going to cut your head off. No, but it, like Nigeria. But I spent a lot of time you're in Nigeria. Twofer. Nigeria, Northern Nigeria, you can't go up there. You can't go to Kanu because it's all, all Muslim. They'll cut your head off no matter what. I'm saying is. I know what you're saying. That these people that are talking about how bad it is here go somewhere else. Party foul. What I'm per- it right now. What, per- the, what persecution? Episode. What persecution have you received as a gay man, as a, as a man who is? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. I have water in my mouth when you said that. You can't do that kind of stuff. Spitting hey, look, look, you, you, you guys know, you guys know we've said it a million times on this podcast. I'm going to make fun of everybody. I don't care if you're white, black, fat, skinny, man, woman, gay, straight. We're going to make fun of you. You want equality? You have to, you have to say lover, lover of food. Lover of food? Is that the deal? I'm a lover of food. You're going to have to fat. subscribe to my Pornhub channel to find out. <laughs> oh you're one God. of those dudes that would tweet what you just watched from Pornhub. <laughs> Who tweets their porn? <laughs> like, just got through watching this, stepsister. Oh. Sick. Hey, bring it back in. All right. All right. Let's, talk about, let's go back to talking about gay people. Let's get appropriate again. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren is yeah. talking about gay reparations. They're panda bears. That's my new hashtag. Panda bears. Panda bears. I like panda that. bears. I like that. They're all panda much. bears. Budajek drinking a forty out of a brown paper sack. Oh god. With, it, 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 he's with the brothers, right? Case on the his street. Point. Gay guy running for presidency. Yeah. Hello. Well, I rest can, my it, case. I'm done. His campaign running for president. We That's just what had I'm a black, saying. We had a black guy who was president. Now we got a gay guy running for president. Although he probably just killed his campaign because he just lost control at the BLM Eventually rally. Eventually, we're going to have a gay black woman run for president. Yes, Michelle Obama probably will put her hand, <laughs> and she probably will put her hat in the ring. Oh, it's man. coming. I think it's still coming. I think that actually, and I've made this prediction before. I don't think she'll do it this. I one. think that I don't know. Okay, so first of all, I think Joe Biden. Probably so. If Joe Biden. I personally think that uh, unless He's gonna a, cure cancer. a miracle happens, I heard that. He's gonna unless cure a miracle it. happens, Donald Trump's the last Republican president probably ever, um, because it's it's just that people are crazy, people are crazy, and the the that name has been so blighted with these negative connotations now that like I just did two shows in New Jersey, and I knew that my crowd were coming to these shows on Friday and Saturday night, and I knew it was going to be heavily conservative and stuff like that. But even in New Jersey, super progressive New Brunswick, New Jersey, I was like, mm, where do I take my Trump jokes? And my Because I make fun of Trump as well in, in the shows. And, and right. I, you know, I'm, There's I'm a an, lot to make fun of. I'm an, I, yeah, exactly. Thank God Trump doesn't 
drink. I mean, can you imagine him sitting on the toilet tweeting at 3 a.m. butt naked, you know, just got the Speedo <laughs> line there in his orange, white, just crazy choke grass, being this nervous Nancy. Can you imagine if he was drunk doing that? You know? I, I, no, I wish mean, that he was. I mean, it's ridiculous. No, I love Trump's tweeting. Like, some people are like, oh, I, I love, I like, love the president. I just wish he'd stop tweeting. Oh, why? Gotta do are it. Are you kidding me? That is the best thing the ever. Best My legs ever. go to sleep on the toilet reading <laughs> Donald Trump's it's tweets. like a laser pointer to cats, man. T- I love it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. Anyway, continue. So. No, so, and so anyway, you go to these places, and sometimes I'll second guess. I'm like, I wish Bougie was with us on this trip so I could say, I love black people. <laughs> I got my friend with me. I got my friend with me. Isn't it weird now, though? And and I don't know if you guys, if you've gotten these comments from pictures with with him, but isn't it weird now that we can't even have black friends anymore unless people people will respond? Oh, of course you have a black friend. Oh no, what I so you can so you can make people believe you're not racist? (laughs) Isn't that? Kind of what not being racist is. You have like friends that are different to color. To, you see what I'm saying? Have you had that? Has anyone said oh, that yeah. to you? They say, but, well, but I uh, get I get stuff like I'll have the BLM guys that'll come after me and whatever, and they'll say, well, you know, or somebody will see a segment from Humor Me, the other show we do for Blaze.com. Blaze shameless plug slash humor. Shameless plug. Use promo code Chad. Um, <laughs> and they're like, you're just a slash racist, blah blah blah, racist, blah blah blah, and I'm like. And I'll take a pic. I'll have a picture with Sean, and I'll be like, "Well, here's the guy who produces the show." Yeah. That's how so, I am with my manager, so if, Jason. You yeah. know my manager, yeah. Jason is black. The guy who literally handles me being able to make money yeah. to feed my family is black. Yeah. He is in charge of me. If you really want that's to, right. you better be in charge. Oh, you need reparations. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. A black man is in charge of me and my money. Yeah. I'm just saying. So the NBA is mad about owner title. Well, Jason Smart owns my money till he distributes out my money yeah. to me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you know, that that's kind of the whole My manager point. in LA is Jewish. So, you well, know, of course, you know. Of course he is. Kidding. <laughs> but am I kidding? <laughs> what do you think about that by the way? You, are are you are you glad that the NBA has finally joined 2019 and is no longer uh accepting racial slurs or racial uh connotations hockey. in the time uh because they're no longer referred to That's as owner? I watch hockey. He's a hockey you guy. Hockey? We go to the <laughs> hockey game in Nashville, me, him, and Jason Hernandez. Yeah. And we're all sitting there behind and there's PK Subban who's a black guy that's playing for the night, the highest paid guy on the Predators, mm-hmm. and a defenseman, one of the top defensemen in the league, and we're sitting right there on the deal where we could just like if we could reach through the glass, we could yeah. touch his head. I like the NBA. Yeah, and so I'm just like, because I'm black doesn't mean I watch the NBA, Graham. Graham. But <laughs> I wasn't saying that. I was saying well, you that think his parents black were the janitor people the in the NBA have a problem with owner <laughs> for the person school. that owns the team. And so I was just curious, you know, are you glad that, that, that we've taken this step in yes, the right direction? I am. At this point. <laughs> at this point. You say I am. I am. I'm super, super I proud of you. I hate all of y'all. I, I love the internet. I love people on the internet. I hate my personal friends. But imagine. <laughs> Imagine that, though. Imagine that. You're so oppressed that the person who pays you millions, millions. of dollars to play a 
came. Listen, I was watching the draft the other day, and they call that person's name. They holding up them jerseys. They like, yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's go play some ball. But 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 that's my point. <laughs> the the, but 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 you twenty just, million dollars. You just talked about the whole thing that I'm talking about, Chad. Those young men are super excited and super grateful and super willing. Why? Because perspective is everything. They don't have any money. That's right. They have worked really sacrifice. hard. Sacrifice. Mom sacrifice. Put something. you through school. Exactly. Found you some sneakers. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. So they're super accepting. They're super willing. They're super grateful. You've got these people that have been in the league for 15 years or so now that don't know any life but millionaire at this point. Now their perspective has changed, so now they are no longer grateful for what they have, and they've forgotten what they really have, and now they're trying to find something to be mad about, find something to be upset about. And that's all I'm saying, is what's going on now in our society is a direct result of the entitlement that we gain from being so blessed in this society. That's yeah. all I'm saying, man. And and you can look at you can look at anything. You can look at the, the example you just said. You can look at freaking movies now, the movies that we make and how we make them and the slant and the narrative that's in them. It's just different. It's changed. There's no longer the freaking um Hero's Journey, which was pretty much every freaking movie you ever watched in the eighties, nineties and early two thousands. Now it's all about the the new Aladdin. I talked about this in my podcast. The new Aladdin. Yeah, I did too. Did, that's what I'm saying. The new the the original Aladdin in 1992 was talking about overcoming adversity. Was talking about caring about people more than you care about yourself and finding true love around uh, in the process. The new Aladdin is talking about women don't have a voice, women are being held down, and women deserve to be in charge. Period. I mean, the, the, and and that's the narrative. That everything is shifting these days is that's right. Send some hate mail to Graham Allen. I'm just because I got a ton of it after saying say, the exact same thing. Hey, I'm I'm telling the like, truth. I'm sick of this third wave feminist crap. Bossy hair, bob wives, <laughs> bobbed hair, bossy wives, and women preachers. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Anymore. But it's true, man. I, I mean, <laughs> showing off your ankles. It's true. Like you can look at movies and find out, and and I know this because I took my kids to watch the new Aladdin because yeah, I went off. to go see oh, it. This my wife. Oh. I heard from you about it first. It's yeah. the, the, what was going on. So I took my kids to see the new one. We watched. This it. is smut. Load it up, kids. Load it up. <laughs> We're gonna go figure this out. Anyway, so we watched it. I saw it. So exactly what you're talking about. They even added songs. Yeah. One of them, the big, the main the one voice. called "Speechless." Yeah. Um, and then the next day at home, we watched the original Aladdin. And if you do that, you watch the new one and then watch the old one right after it. You will be amazed at the narrative undertone. How drastically different. It is. They even cut out pieces of Aladdin doing really selfless things like protecting people, sharing food, caring about Abu or whatever his name is and all this other kind of we stuff. We got the monkeys. Yeah. We got the monkeys. That's what I'm saying, though. But but the new one, they cut those short and they, they focus left less on that stuff. And they focus left. That, that actually is what they do. But, but either way. I haven't seen either one of them yet. Well. Then you're you out of this conversation Latin? at this point. Wait, but you decided to speak <laughs> up anyway. Golly. I have nothing constructive to say. I got about nothing this. to say about any of this. I'm completely inexperienced <laughs> with the things y'all are talking about. But hey, I'm still sitting over here. <laughs> yep. Talk about white male patriarchy. There's privilege. that white privilege. Yeah. Well, there you go. Lord you just mercy. proved. You just proved everybody's point right there. We're gonna do a sitcom called The Hippie and the Black Man. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm not God. black. 
It's going to be like a new Seinfeld about nothing. Uh, uh, Talk uh. about Seinfeld. He did the episode where he where the Kramer stumped on the, the Puerto Rican day flag. Do you remember how the backlash from that and oh, yeah. how it's such a big thing? It's just funny how, you know, the same thing with the American flag. But they they actually banned it from the network for a few years. But in 2002, they came back out and put it in syndication. Like, you know, time has passed. So we could put it back out there. We're fine with it now. It's just... Yeah, because the outrage comes and goes. It ebbs and flows. Yeah, of course. It's, you know, what's today's outrage? You know, so so it's one thing we pander to the to the black community with reparations or Buttigieg went out there and ate chicken and hot sauce with Al Sharpton. And then it, 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 can you imagine? I like Donald Trump does a deal on Cinco de Mayo where he's got his taco bowl sitting there on the desk and he says, oh, Trump Hotel has the best taco I love, salads. I love, I love Hispanics. Yeah, I love Hispanics. <laughs> and everybody loses their freaking mind, but they're Buttigieg. They spit everywhere. I love yeah. Hispanics. <laughs> I love them. But you know, tacos it, are the great. <laughs> but then you got, but then you got Joe Biden who's going to come out and call Ob- uh, Obama, you know, a, a clean, uh, you know, a smart, clean, well-spoken, our first whatever. Yeah, he it's called stupid. Cory Booker boy too, and Cory Booker, of course, came out almost crying, uh, basically saying, "I find it, it's just it's putting black people back twenty years." <laughs> you know, over put y'all stuff. in chains, dude. They have straight thrown Biden under the. Bus. Notice Karen Obama Lander. hasn't endorsed him. No, because Biden was never the plan. If uh-uh. he had been, he would have run in 2016. Uh, Obama it, ain't endorsing nobody because he got burned so bad by Hillary Clinton. Telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if Obama doesn't endorse anyone at this point. Be, well, first of all, they're a bunch of fools. Jeez, Thursday's I mean, going to be fun. Obama is nothing special in that regard. Like I got tired here, him give speech. <laughs> Dave. Two and a half minutes to say something. Could have said twenty seconds. Well, uh, 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 yeah, I, I get sick he knows of that. It. Yeah. So, but at least PR wise and marketing wise, genius. These fools are trotting out here now. I can't wait for these debates. None of them can't wait for them. None of them stand on anything that doesn't fundamentally destroy everything. They're not running anything that put them in a current office. Everything they're talking about right now did not put them in that current office. No. Reparations? They didn't talk about reparations. The only one that's been pretty much the same throughout is Bernie Sanders. And how he's been elected is crazy because— but he's about to forgive $1.5 trillion in school debt. That's, uh, that's his whole plan. Uh, well, that's, he's going to forgive it. Just, that's we're just going to let it. it go. He's going to give unlimited care and benefits and money to illegals. Um, he's going to do free health care that you have to pay more in taxes for, which only the left could tweet free and more taxes in the same sentence and expect people to be like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. But what's scary is all the people that are like, yeah, that sounds awesome. But you're a bunch of idiots because you're doing the same thing. You're paying more in health care, more in taxes for free health care when you're already paying that money that you're going to pay more in taxes for for health care that you want. I I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, man. This one point, I think it's 1.6, 1.6 trillion in, um, in student loans. Where do they think that money's going to come from? You're going to pay more in taxes, dummies. That's how it works. Party foul Steve owes me thousands of dollars. (laughs) Like, I just gave it to him. My wife does, too. I told her, I said, I'm keeping a tab. And you are Like, I don't loan money. I give it, right? I feel like if if, if I'm going to give it to him, he's going to give it to you. And then I'm like, okay, that's fine. But it still came out of my pocket. Yeah. Like, whether it gets paid back or not. So he's just going to just say, okay, absolved. Somebody out there. 
put that money so up. I, I made a tweet and somebody, because, you know, I, I'm Christian. I'm very open about that. And somebody said when I said that about student loans, they go, you know, the Bible says that you're supposed to lend money without charging interest. So I guess you're not really a Christian. And I said, first of all, dummy, it says to your brother, it doesn't say to, it actually says you should charge interest to foreigners and people you don't know. But I digress. But it also says that the wicked borrows and doesn't pay back. That's right. So shut your mouth. That's right. And it also says if you have the money and your debtor calls on you tomorrow, do not let the day boom pass without you. Paying boom. It back. People love to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. People, man, they love it. They love it. Party foul. That, hey, <laughs> party I don't know foul. you're done. Party foul's like, I don't claim nothing, Ali Wakbar. I don't claim nothing. Nothing. I'm lopping heads off in Uganda. I, well, I don't even work, believe in circumcision. I put in my 120 hours a week. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm just saying, even uh, on that, it goes to the point. People want their debts forgiven when they willingly took out that debt in the first place, knowing how much it cost, knowing what the percentage rates were, and knowing reasonably how much money they were going to make with the job that they chose to go to school for. Out of $1.6 trillion, I highly doubt that the vast majority of those are for surgeons or nurses or lawyers. I'm pretty sure it's for people that went for liberal arts degrees and stuff like that, which I'm not down in liberal arts. People are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you I do, do, though. I you doubt do it. that. Because, because let's uh, look, here's the thing. If you're going to go get an education to get into a career field that you cannot support yourself with. Mm-hmm. And that's not all liberal arts degrees. But if you're going to get into that deal and you can't pay back your student loans or you can't even support your family, what's the point? And that's if you start giving people free uh, education like that, it becomes high school 2.0. Because right now, as it is, bachelor's degrees are basically worthless at this point. They've become worthless. If you're not willing to go get your MBA or Mm -hmm. a doctorate or something like that, if you're not getting a bachelor's degree, bachelor of arts, I have both. I got a bachelor of arts and a bachelor of science. I got a master's degree, and we won't get into all that. And you're sitting here on a podcast. And here I am running my mouth. Mm -hmm. Case and point. I'm a high school graduate, and I'm sitting in the same Same? building as you are. And you know what? (laughs) He's probably making more money than me. I had to sit in this hot box with a styrofoam. Oh, man. Drop cooler. the mic. High school diploma from Mississippi, mind you, which is probably not as good as other people's high school I diplomas. Know, I know, but I do have 12 other businesses. All I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying is the people, people came at me, too, and they're like, well, with liberal arts, they're like, fine, Graham. Let's just not encourage people to dream. And go after their dreams. I'm like, yeah, you know what a dream is? That you don't have a plan on how you're going to pay for it? A dream. And you're never going to do crap. People that actually do something with their dream come up with something called a plan. Yeah. But it's hard. But but, uh, Double Jeopardy. Oh, here we go. Oh, shit. What about people that want to be teachers? I mean, you don't go into the career of being a teacher, but you have to have a bachelor's to become a teacher. So what do you do then? I'm not saying. But here's the thing. Okay. You can't whine about something that you want to do. If you want to do it, you choose to go in that profession because you love it, right? Good teachers love what they do. You have to to love it to be a teacher. And I also recommend educators get their master's degree because it takes you to another. What we should be talking about is instead of forgiving $1.6 trillion in debt, why don't you take some of that money and actually pay good teachers what they deserve to Mm -hmm. make and start firing bad teachers? Let's start paying police officers and first responders the money that they deserve. 
deserve. Let's pay nurses mm-hmm. and all these mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. the money they deserve. Biscuits. And then they take mm-hmm. that excess yeah. money and they pay mm-hmm. the freaking loan back. Mm-hmm. Better known as the Dama and Silk Act. Biscuits. Mm-hmm. You, and gravy. Woo. Mm-hmm. I'm sweating mm-hmm. like it a ain't Baptist about preacher. Whether man. you black, yeah. white, or pinstripe. Or polka dot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know why they don't like me, man. Never Who? get a phone call from Diamond and Silk. Diamond and Silk, I just spent we, we're not going to get a phone call now. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I don't know why. I don't know why. But either way. All... I'll tell you what they tell me. I'm like, why can't... So they got like, what, two and a half million followers on Twitter? Mm-hmm. So we had dinner last Friday night, and then we did that event. Or that's Monday night, and then we had the event on Tuesday Did they pay night, for yeah. it, or did you pay for it? Oh, they paid for it. Oh, okay. Or they're... People I'm just paid. curious. Their people, mean, paid for it. Their people paid for Their it. people paid for yeah, it. Yeah, they've never been anything but gracious to me. They return my phone calls. They okay. talk to me. Well, I just don't even. I, know I love Rochelle and Lynette. They love me back. Well, you know, I think they'd love me if they talked to me. Well, I'll tell you what they told me. I said, "Why won't they follow 46 people on mm. Twitter?" That's it. Two and a half million to 46. I said, "Why won't y'all follow me on Twitter?" This has gotten ridiculous. And Silk, she said, "Chad, let me tell you what." She said, well, first of all, you just never know. Like, we protect what we have to do on Twitter, but you never know. One day you might wake up and you will look and you will see that you are followed by Diamond and Silk. You don't know. You don't know, but we will see. Mm. I said, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't yeah. want it. That's I love the, you, girls. Come the, hook my neck. That's the worst answer I've ever heard in my life. But when you stop asking, that's when we'll do it. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Nah, I don't care. Anyway. Sean Hannity's the same way. I'm just saying. Back back to that though. I agree with you completely. That 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 that, that, <laughs> that what we really should be talking about is paying people that deserve it more money for the work I've said they it for do. Thirty years. I've said it. I've said it since I was since I was 20 years old. I've said it. I said the two professions in this America that need to be the harder, more difficult to get. And should make more money are law enforcement officers and t- educators and cameramen. No question about it. You ain't getting. You make good money as a cameraman. You got to put up with. We got to talk about that off the, off the record. I'm telling you. <laughs> Look at it. he's like you get incentives. Can you find us a graphic designer? You <laughs> you get Sean? incentive. Can you find one that also operates a camera? Sean, <laughs> can you learn to draw? <laughs> Yes, I'll do it right now. That's the most entitled statement ever. Can you learn how to draw? Can you please? Can you, you please, please learn how can to do this? You send me to liberal arts school. Sign up to draw. <laughs> can you please learn to be artistic? Could you please, please find us a liberal arts graduate that can draw? Because <laughs> I got money to spend and I can't find anybody that wants to work. Uh, this is how hard this I can, is. Kat, I can draw you whatever you want, Chad. Pay me some money. Good Lord, have mercy. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. We're at the hour. Party foul, Steve. Bougie Shaw, the puppet master Mark, and Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. <laughs> not Gay Graham. That's your new name. That's no, your, no, yeah, no, I know you don't like it, but not. that's the thing. No, Nobody likes the names not I give gay them. Jared. You can't do not, that. Oh, that's true. We yeah, had Not you Gay Jared. Come up with something else, man. I forgot yeah. about Not Gay Jared. Yep. Yeah. No. What's that? Okay. Oh, okay. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. Completely <laughs> cisgendered heterosexual. Oh. Um, the list ask about me. You said, I haven't time. seen her in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I said. I love she, your wife. She was wondering what happened. Hey, her wife. Instagram's way better than yours. Whoa. Just saying. Whoa. Shots fired. <laughs> uh, I, I Shots. Hers. Hers Whoa. Back out. Yeah. Just, hey, walk she, out of the room slowly, Steve. Back out. out. Back well, out. I She's good do, at it. I have to do all the, like, network stuff now. She gets to do all the fun stuff. Yeah. Like, well, see, that's like me. Things. You know, uh, um, Chelsea Carden came to me, and she said, your Facebook is really down like this. And I said, which page? 
And she's like, well, the watch me. And she said, and I said, it's because I haven't been in the truck. People want you in the truck. Mm-hmm. They don't see it in the truck. Yep. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we know what we're talking about. Oh, my God. For the Chad Prather Show here in Studio 22, follow Graham Allen at Graham Allen on Instagram and on Twitter. You can find me anywhere. And, of course, subscribe to Dear America Podcast. Yes. And tune in to Rant Nation on blazetv.com slash Graham. Go check him out. Is it? Graham? Yes. Yes. That's slash good. Graham. Yep. Okay, good. So check it out. We love you guys. God bless you. Find me out on tour. Go to watchchad.com. We'll see you live across the country. Party time, Mom. Bye.